Hi everybody, welcome back to Don't Call Me Baby, the quarantine edition. So as you guys know from my previous podcast, I am currently in mandatory quarantine because I did travel to New Zealand from Sydney to come and visit my family for a few months. So it is now my day 12 in quarantine. Can you believe it? I'm already at day 12. Now, if I reverse back to 12 and a half days ago, I was having a minor meltdown. We just landed in Auckland and they were ushering us off the plane onto these buses and nobody was talking to us. I didn't know what was going on. You know, we're all in masks. We're in a line 1.5 meters away from each other and there was no communication. We ushered onto this bus and I'm sitting on this bus panicking going, have I made a crucial mistake? Should I be doing this mandatory quarantine? Am I going to lose my mind? So we pulled up to the Sedema Hotel in Auckland, which was about a five minute trip from the airport. So that was really good. It was a short trip, not a lot of time for me to have an internal mental breakdown. And Fallon, the American lady, because by the way, Fallon, amazing name, reminded me of Dynasty, the, the show that I've been watching on Netflix, which is fabulous. Fallon, who is American, who sounds like Fallon from Dynasty, jumps on the bus and says, welcome to your mandatory quarantine. This is the details, it's what's going to happen. There is an outside area. You'll be able to go outside from 6 a.m. until 9 p.m. every single day. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, okay, I can do this. As long as I can go outside, I will be fine. I will be able to stay sane. So that was absolutely reassuring. Off the bus, everybody was absolutely lovely. There's army boys, police, security, Ministry of Health people everywhere. It was quite a spectacle. I did get up to my room, call my mum and have a meltdown on the phone. I was heavy breathing, crying. I was like, oh my God, it was so overwhelming. I'm a 30 year old woman and I had a meltdown to my mum on the phone. (laughs) But after that, once I got up to my room and saw how lovely the hotel was, I knew I could go outside. Dinner arrived at about 9pm. They fed us. I went to bed and I woke up the next morning. Now the first day of quarantine, I gave myself a day. 2020 has been a year. It has been a year for everybody and I must say the last eight months I feel like I've lost myself a little bit mentally, emotionally, physically. My goals have kind of gone out the window. I never felt trapped in a country that wasn't mine. As you guys know I'm from New Zealand originally. I currently reside in Sydney, Australia with my fiance and I've never felt trapped in Australia until COVID hit and they locked the borders and told me I couldn't go home. Now I'm the kind of homesick Kiwi proud girl that goes home every three months if not every two months you know and because New Zealand is so close to Australia I can get on a flight and go home for the weekend if I really want to. So when COVID hit and I wasn't able to go home I have just had this unsettled feeling for a very long time. I have very elderly grandparents. My pop turned 98 on Saturday. He is absolutely incredible, but I've never gone this long without spending time with him. And my biggest thing in life is never to regret anything. And so I would always go and spend time. Everybody that knows me knows my grandparents are the most important people in my life. And I spend so much time with them and they are the people that I miss the most while I'm away because I would go around there two, three times a week when I was at home and have dinner and have cups of tea or go to church or do just everyday things with them and spend as much time as I possibly can with these people because I cherish them and I know that they're not going to be around forever. So being trapped in Australia was really scary for me. So after having a discussion with Sean, 
my fiance and with my work bosses, they were like, Kelly, don't regret anything. Go now. Get on a plane and go. And I said, look, I'm going to have to take eight weeks off work. And they were like, that is absolutely fine. Do what you need to do. Don't live with regret. And I was like, okay, let's do it. I booked a flight two weeks ago and here I am. So day 12 quarantine, I have got a lot to share with you about how to stay sane and not lose your mind in mandatory quarantine. So after my first day, I gave myself the day to unwind, watch some Netflix, chill out. But as you guys know, I'm a very avid fitness bunny. I love going to the gym. I love moving my body. That is my therapy. That is what keeps me sane. So even though I had a chill day and I watched probably four hours of TV, I also moved. I have never gotten less than 15,000 steps on a singular day in this whole entire experience. So once I woke up on that second day, I was like, right, I'm a routine girl. I like structure. I like timing. I got out my pencil and my pen and paper, which I brought with me, and I wrote myself a routine. So I was going to give myself a time to wake up, a time to go to bed, and then time throughout the day to do everything that I wanted to do. So I gave myself the wake up time of 7.30. I spoke with Sean. That was 5.30 his time, which he usually gets up to go to the gym. So he would FaceTime me at 7.30, would say good morning, say hello. I would get up, make my coffee, sit in bed for half an hour, drink my coffee, wake up, scroll Instagram, do all those things you not meant to do if you're a health and wellness person in the morning, which is what I would do. I then have been really wanting to work on stretching and moving my body. I have been lifting weights for five years now and my mobility is horrendous, which I do not recommend. So, and having a fiance who is a physio, um, I probably should be working on my mobility and my movement. So every single morning after my coffee at eight o'clock, I gave myself a half an hour window from 7.30 to eight to drink my coffee, to chill out, to look on Instagram, get out of bed. I would do some stretching. So I did some basic cat camel, some child's pose, some other things I've got no idea about. Just stretch and move my body. I also worked on doing some vacuums um, for my internal abdominals, which I'm trying to work on. I do plan on competing again next year. So I am currently on a cut. Um, because of the last eight months, my nutrition has gone out the window. I sort of lost motivation with training. I've really taken this last two weeks to refocus myself, to re-engage my love and my passion for fitness, for feeling good, for being mentally in the right space to be able to do those things. Because prep is a mind game. Physically, it's exhausting, but it's mentally more exhausting. And if you're not in the best mind frame, you won't be able to do it. And I have gone up and down and up and down this year, dieting, binging, dieting, binging, getting on track with training, getting off track with training. It's just been horrendous. So I've taken this two weeks to really reset my goals, reset my mental space. And it has been amazing for me. So right back to the routine, get up, have my coffee, do my stretching, do my movements. And then I would go outside and go for a run. Now I used to be a runner. I used to run half marathons with my mother when I was younger. But for the last five years, since I started lifting weights, I stopped running. So I was like, right, I have very minimal equipment here to work out with. I'm going to start running every day. It's going to be a challenge. And every single day, bar one, I took one day off because my body was hurting. I have run three Ks. And I know that doesn't seem a lot, but it's a start. So every single day around this car park, which is probably, I'm going to say, 
200 meters round maybe if that 150 meters i've been running three k's every morning and it takes me about 20 minutes and some days i was like oh i can do this this is easy great the first day five minute k's i was like this is amazing second day six and a half minute k's every day was different and that's that's the way it is with running i remember that some days you'd be like right i can run 10k so easy easy breezy maybelline some days it was horrendous and i had to push through but i did it every single day and then after I run, I would walk for half an hour. I'd pop a podcast in. I am currently obsessed with podcasts. I've just found Jackie Schimmel, and she is like my spirit animal. She's hilarious. She's brazen. She is who she is, and she owns it, and I absolutely am in love with that woman. So I've been listening to her podcast. I've been listening to motivational podcasts. I've been listening to entertainment podcasts, like Call Her Daddy. So I'd walk for half an hour. So I'd be back up in my room by... Half past nine, ten o'clock, and I would have already done 8,000 steps. And then I would come up, and depending on how I felt, I would have some breakfast uh, and then work out, or work out and have my breakfast afterwards. I usually like to work out on an empty stomach, but there's been days where I felt hungry, so I would have breakfast first. I've just been listening to my body, which is not something I would usually do, but I'm really trying to start to listen to my body. Uh, I did bring my food scales with me. Like I said, I am currently dieting. I'm trying to lose a lot of body fat that I've put on in the last eight months. So I've been weighing everything. When I first arrived, the night that I arrived, I did a countdown order, which is a supermarket here, um, and got some basics. So I got some rolled oats to make my morning oats with. I got some tofu because I'm not sure of the protein sources they were going to give me here. I got um, some bananas, um, some soy sauce to put on my vegetables. I got some packet salads and I think that was about it. And I've made do with the other meals that they give me. So every morning I'd get out my scales. I even bought a bowl from Countdown because they haven't been giving us cutlery. I guess they have to throw it out. I don't know. It's been plastic plates and wooden cutlery the whole time so I bought a bowl from countdown which I did smash yesterday and could have cried because it was such a travesty I have three more mornings to have oats and my bowl was shattered on the bathroom floor however I would weigh out my oats I bought a bag of protein with me so I have my protein oats every single morning um, fills me up great they would deliver breakfast and sometimes it has been it's been an array of food I must admit the hospitality and the food here has been absolutely amazing I do not have one complaint at all about my experience in quarantine in the hotel that I'm staying in I know that some people have had a very different experience but I've had an amazing experience so I would sometimes ring them up and say, look, please don't bring me the orange juice, the hash browns, the baked beans. I'm not going to eat it. I'd rather you just bring me a plate of vegetables. And they've been amazing in giving me the food that I would eat. And I didn't want to waste food. So there's no point in bringing me a muffin and a, you know, half a liter of orange juice I'm not going to drink. So I am, a, I do eat a plant-based diet, as you guys know. Um, I let them know that the day that I checked in. I also told them I needed a fridge to keep my thyroxine medication in, and they were absolutely obliging to all of that. So back to the routine again. I would have my breakfast, do my workout, and then sit down. I allocated from 10 o'clock until half past 12 to do work. So admin, life admin that I needed to do. We're planning the wedding currently, so I've been getting on to little bits of wedding stuff. Um, also doing this podcast. So take your quarantine time to do things that you would not normally have time to do. I have been talking about doing a podcast for, 
I don't even know how long now. And I've put it off, A, because I'm, life is busy, you know, I work long hours, I'm scared of what people will think of me, blah, 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 every excuse under the sun. But I've got all the time in the world now and I don't want to come out of quarantine not having achieved anything. I don't want to say I have slept for two weeks straight. I want to say I have really recentered myself, refocused and started something that I've been wanting to start for a very long time, which I can happily walk out of here in two days time and say I have done all of the above. So I gave myself until 12.30 to do life admin, work, whatever I needed to do. Lunchtime would roll around. Like I said, they were really obliging and giving me food that really fit my dietary requirements. So often they would just deliver me a bowl full of vegetables or salad and I would add my own tofu to that and I would just weigh it all out and be as accurate as possible. It is quite hard when somebody else, especially a commercial restaurant or kitchen is cooking your food, they do add a lot of extra oils and things that you wouldn't normally add at home. So I just kind of allocated 10 to 20 grams of oil a day depending on what they delivered me to my fitness pal and just guesstimated. Now I am currently with my coach and they have given me workouts to do while I'm in quarantine with very minimal equipment and then they've given me my macros to meet as well. So I've been able to meet my macros and my fitness goals while being in quarantine. So I would sit down, have my lunch. Usually somebody would Skype me at this point. Dad has been calling me every single day, bless his soul. I, you know, even though I am keeping busy and I'm doing a lot, I don't have a lot to tell to people. You know, when Sean rings me every day, I'm like, tell me about your day because my day has been exactly the same. People will FaceTime me and be like, what have you done today, Kelly? And I'm like, well, I got up, I had a coffee, I went for a run, I walked. (laughs) Every day is the same in here. Uh, So I would FaceTime somebody, catch up with Leah, my girlfriend back home in Sydney, talk to people, watch some TV until about two o'clock. And then I would go outside and get some steps in. So usually I would do 45 minutes to an hour, depending on how I felt. Now walking, it's the same as running. Some days, half an hour went so quick. Some days I would look at my watch and think, oh, am I at 45 minutes yet? And I'd be at 28. But I would push myself to at least do 45 minutes to an hour of walking every single day. And when you think about it, 24 hours in a day, if I want to be sitting in a room for even nine of those hours, walking outside for an hour, it might, it might sound like a lot to some people, is nothing in the scheme of your day when you're not at work, when you're not doing anything else. Walking in a circle. I put my hoodie on, sunglasses on, mask on, earpods in, and I just walk. Listen to music, listen to a podcast, whatever makes you feel good. I would come back up to the room at between sort of 3, 30, 4 o'clock, and I would have gotten at least fifteen to 16,000 steps by this point. Um, some days I got up to 20, some days I stayed at 15, depending on how I was feeling that day. Then I would, until dinner time, go back to doing life admin, whether it's working on the podcast, um, planning more wedding stuff. Some days I just watched Netflix. Some days all I did was get up, do my workout, do my walking twice a day and watch Netflix. I probably had three or four of those days. Now I emotionally it has been a wee bit of a roller coaster. 90% of the time I have felt amazing in quarantine. I'm not gonna lie. I think my mum was like, oh, you know, you might enjoy it for the first three days, but I think after that you'll have a meltdown. And I'm like, no, do you know what? I even I thought I was gonna have a breakdown, but I didn't. This has been such an amazing two weeks for me. There's been a lot of time to think, and sometimes I'm an overthinker. I have called Sean in tears. I did this last night. I was like, are we on the same page? Do we want the same thing? And he's like, what are you talking about? Where has this come from? I'm like, I don't know. I have had too much time to think. 
blah, 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 blah. I got in my own head a little bit yesterday, but we're back. We're fine. We're good. We're, we're Gucci now. It's okay. <laughs> I've had a couple of those moments, not many, which is pretty good for me. I'm an emotional person. Ask any one of my friends. I'm a very emotional person. But for the most part, I was talking to my coaches this morning and I said to them, I've been a bad client. I haven't done a check-in. I don't know how much I weigh, but I have definitely lost some weight. But I said my emotional growth over the last two weeks has been amazing. I feel leaner. I feel happier. I've got myself back on track. I have been very food obsessed. And this does come with competing. It can be very normal for competitors to get a little bit food obsessed after competing i've been competing and dieting for three and a half years straight and this year due to covid due to life it's just been a shit show um my dieting has been up and down like i said i've been restricting to the point of trying to eat 800 calories a day which is insane to binging and probably eating 5,000 calories a day. And I'm a small person. That is like more than two days worth of my food in one go. So I've taken this two weeks to really reset that mentality. And I was saying to my coaches this morning, I am so proud of my progress, mainly mentally, but also physically. And they were just like, you're not a bad client. Don't worry, you haven't checked in. We're really proud of you. We can see you've been sleeping lots. I've been wearing my watch at night, tracking my sleep because I do not sleep enough. Sean and I work very long hours. We get up really early in the morning to train. I like to train in the morning because sometimes my job makes me be at work until 10 o'clock at night and who the heck wants to go to work? I mean, sorry, go to the gym at 10 o'clock at night after working for 13 hours. I do not know, but I cannot do that. So I sacrifice sleep to get up in the morning to train every single day. So I was probably averaging four to five hours a night for the last I don't know how long so I've been prioritizing sleep I've been getting between seven to nine not very many times nine but usually seven and a half to eight hours of sleep a night and that has definitely changed a lot it has helped me so much I think when I don't sleep my day in fact I know when I don't sleep my digestion is terrible my digestion has been incredible every single day I have been in quarantine there's been maybe one day I felt bloated. God, I think I've been bloated for six months straight. And that is stress, not sleeping enough, binging and restricting. It's been a nightmare. So these two weeks, I've really reset myself. And I'm so proud of that. So other things to do in quarantine to keep your mind from not snapping in half. I recommend reading is really good. I've been reading at night time before I go to bed. I'm trying not to watch Netflix until 10 p.m. So I bought three books with me, two kind of self-helpy. This may seem very lame to some of you, but I've been reading The Secret and I cannot rave about The Secret enough. Manifestation and putting out into the universe and receiving back what you put out is so true. So that is an amazing book. I've also read You Are a Badass by Jean Sincero. I hope I said that right. Also a very good read. I'm only halfway through that one, so I can't really give too much of an overview or a review on it yet, but it is so far so good. And it's um, on the New York bestseller um, list, so it's definitely a good one to read. And I've also been reading a fiction book The Silent Wife by Karen Slaughter I just like to mix it up I love a thriller so I've been reading that which is definitely a gripping novel so far on Netflix I have watched what have I watched I watched Elite really enjoy that sort of like a high schooly mindless but also kind of thrillery series and then I've watched The Sinner which 
has creeped me out a lot and I'm not sure how I feel about it but I keep going back for more I've watched two out of three of the seasons I'm on the third and I'm just not sure I'm not sure if I will continue going but it has been good it's been good to watch that uh quarantine has definitely given me time to think I've been thinking about a lot and also too much sometimes my brain can run away with me but it's sometimes good to not have the distractions I know a lot of the time we say if you're feeling emotional if you're sad keep yourself busy but sometimes it's also good to be with your own thoughts to actually process how you think and how you feel and why you think and feel those ways so sometimes it's good to be with yourself I really do enjoy my own company and I must admit because I am a nurse because I talk to people all day long for a living it's been so nice to have my own space and my own time not to say that I don't miss my friends my family my cat oh my god I miss my cat so much when I Sean facetimes me and I see his face my heart just melts he is just amazing I miss him so much if he could be in quarantine with me I would be even more of a happy person but that is what I have that is that is that is my quarantine journey so far so it has been incredible I also highly recommend booking in times to facetime people you know saying look I'm free between five and six before I have my dinner when you guys get home from work book in times with your friends otherwise if you just kind of randomly facetime people throughout the day you might not continue on with that routine i don't like my routine to be interrupted so i'm not sure if that's something that you guys want to do but give yourself a vague routine anyway make sure you keep in contact with people don't be uh, you know a loner recluse in your quarantine room not speaking to even anybody make sure you talk take instagram pictures take snapchats keep it keep yourself entertained uh when it comes to the coronavirus side of things, I got a swab on day three, which was fine. I was like, oh, okay, that wasn't so bad. And then I had a swab on day 12, 11 yesterday was day 11. And that was horrific to the point where my nose was bleeding and my eyes were watering. And I'm currently waiting for that swab to come back. So as long as that is clear and I am not positive, which I highly doubt that I will be, but is also terrifying me because I am on a time limit with my trip in New Zealand. And if for some reason that did come back positive, I don't know what would happen to me. So let's not think about that until we have to. But I'm currently waiting for that result to come back. And then at 6.40pm on Thursday, I shall be released. So I have booked a rental car and I will be driving from Auckland down to my hometown uh, on Thursday night. And I'll be waking up and visiting my grandma who's going to get the fright of her life. And I pray that I don't give her a heart attack because she thinks I'm still at home in New Zealand. Uh, sorry, in Australia. So guys, that is my episode on how to survive quarantine. I will be back in the next few days with an update on my travels and my quarantine exit. Thank you for listening.